so keep in mind to me, all three of these run running backs decided, and we'll just want to cut this. <laughs> uh, just in case JT decides to call back now. Thanks, bud. Gosh, what a punk. Hey, buddy. Hey. Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, we're back. Yep. Week one for our guest, uh, episode one for us for season two. Got a freaking pack-filled just stuff today. Yeah. We've been gone for a little over a month. We got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. So That's what happens when you miss free agency. Yeah. So we got some free agent moves we want to talk about. We've got trades. We've got... You know, quarterbacks, running backs, where they're going, what they're doing. Yep. We're also on uh, video now. Yes, that is the the secret that we've been keeping. Uh, we now have a YouTube channel that we're launching. So we'll be having some clips and some episodes and things up there, uh, up on there. So, James, if they wanted to follow us on our new YouTube channel or any of our other stuff, where could they find us at? Uh, yeah, Twitter and Facebook at TFL Monsters, Apple Podcast, Anchor, and YouTube, The Fantasy Monsters. Boom. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's going to come. We're going to be on YouTube all the time now. Uh, each week, we're going to be releasing some stuff, maybe multiple times a week, maybe some clips out there. We'll put stuff on other platforms. Too. Yeah, and of course, other platforms. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into some of our off-season news and some player movements that have happened recently. Okay. Yeah, so the uh, first piece will just the uh, this actually just happened recently. The uh, NFL approved the 17-game uh, regular season. Yes. So Thoughts? What- they're doing. They're essentially just erasing a preseason game, mm-hmm. adding to the regular season, and there's only still only one bye week. Yeah. Which there have been some players who came out and said that they were against a- adding the extra game. Yeah. I do think. I think you might as well just add a second bye week in there. But uh, they're trying to go for a 20 week season. Yeah, I think. I think for me is the fact that you know with the new CBA that they they approved, the players approved it. Yeah. Yeah, they would have to. I'm so. You can complain all you want. You knew this was coming. Yeah. You know, so for me, it's like, if you didn't want this, then you shouldn't approve the CBA, but you also were pushing for more money. So did you just think you're going to get more money and not work as much? I guess, again, I'm not an NFL player, so I know it's going to put a lot on their body, but as a fan, as a, you know, a commentator, you know, football, fantasy football stuff, I'm loving this. Yeah. I'm super stoked. So now you can have your week 17 championships yeah now it'll be you can't do week 18 Mm. yeah well whatever everything's just moved back a week so Mm. and this this news happened and it was kind of there's a little strange parts to it but we we essentially had was a big three-team trade up uh, towards the top of the draft so far this all took place in like 20 minutes (laughs) and apparently i have a feeling there's going to be a decent more amount of trading especially around the top 10 area i can see some players moving Mm some teams moving but so we'll dig into this trade so san francisco they went up and got the 103 from miami yep and they paid a price yeah they went they gave miami their 12th overall pick in this year's draft their first round pick in 2022 and 2023 so three first to move up eight spots and wasn't there like a third rounder in there too but nine spots yeah Mm -hmm. that is yeah we don't really care as much but there's still i mean 
So yeah, Miami moves back down to 12 and then they trade with Philly to get mm-hmm. back up. So Philly in that deal got the 112 from Miami and Miami's 2022 first. Mm-hmm. And then Miami got their 106 pick. Mm-hmm. So Miami in the deal, they ended up moving down three spots in the draft and got two first from San Francisco and also lost a first. So I don't, yeah. I mean, there's a lot to dissect here. Yeah. Because well, I think the Miami part with Philly was strange. No, I don't, I don't know so. why they did that part. Well, so here's what I'm thinking is to me, I'm, I know Philly was trying to move up in the draft. So they were trying I'm, to go. They were trying to go for number two. Yeah, they were trying to go up to number two. It seems like a lock now that Zach and, Wilson is going number two, and apparently that's yeah, what they liked. Yeah, and they wanted Zach Wilson. Um, so to me, when they when that didn't work out, they were like, "Screw it, let's move back," which is smart. Yeah, which is fine. Like regroup, get some picks, whatever. But to me, I I think Miami's wanting a pass catcher, and yeah. honestly. You're you're possibly looking at four quarterbacks in the first four picks. Who knows what's going to happen at five? But even if a receiver's taken at five, there's still four other guys that you can take at yeah. six. I yeah, I have so, a feeling I know where the first wide receiver is going. If it's even a wide receiver, I mean, no, I Kyle mean, Pitts is now starting to you know be labeled as possibly the first one to go to the Bengals now. Yes. Yeah, so I, we'll, again, we'll see. I've I, I bought into the Jamar <laughs> Chase going to Cincinnati. Yeah. And him and Joe Burrow. Yeah, I'm fine with that. LSU reunion. I'm game. Yeah, which then you would have a Tua, Devontae, Smith. Yeah, or Jalen Waddle. Yeah, i choose Smith. but Yeah, I would too. But, I mean, again, it, it's just crazy to... But I also think because, so San Francisco, they have the 103 pick. Yeah. They're definitely taking a quarterback. There yeah, are, Justin there Fields. There were reports that quickly because there's probably, which that's who I would be picking, yes. Justin Fields. But yes. I have been seeing a lot of Mac Jones yeah, stuff why to, to San Francisco at three. <laughs> so I, I've been hearing the same thing, and they... Uh, Alabama had a pro day, so we're and we're, just, we're recording Ohio on State Tuesday. Had a pro day, and they chose to go to Alabama. Yes, so that can be telling. Yeah, and apparently Mac Jones knocked it out of the pro day. I haven't watched it yet. It was but. okay. He had a lot of bad throws, but to me, I don't put as much weight in pro days. Yeah, no, you're you supposed can't. to be good. Yeah. <laughs> you're supposed. I mean, it's tailored to you, so you yeah. should be good on your pro day. Uh, but I mean, it is kind of telling. So I would. I'm actually. Kind of, I mean, and then that, and Atlanta's made it known that they're not interested in Justin Fields. They, I don't think they're interested in quarterback. See, I see Atlanta trading down with yes. somebody, maybe like a Carolina Denver or Denver, New England or New something England. like yeah, that. Those Go are, up there and get whatever quarterbacks dropping. Yeah, it, it's just it, it's blowing my mind. If you gave, if San Francisco just gave Miami that to go get Mac Jones. Yeah, the Mac Jones I is. Can't, I, I, can't. I like Mac Jones, but I, I mean, like, no, no, I'm I'm a big Justin Fields guy. Yeah, I still have him number two. But yeah, I I'm with you. I've I've been a massive fan of Justin Fields. Even I like Zach Wilson a lot. Yeah. I just think Justin Zach Fields Wilson's is the just, safer pick, and I feel like their upsides are similar. But yeah, I feel like Justin just Fields in San Francisco would be incredible. I think that would be great. I do because there's always the rumor that Kyle Shanahan and Trey Lance too, but I to me, you know, it's. It's just so who knows what's going to happen with him. Yeah. But but anyways, I think Philly, even moving back to 12, I still think that they think they can get a pass catcher, I a, think, a good yeah, one, like I a Rashad Bateman after a pass catcher at or, 12. Yeah. So I don't think it's bad for them. I mean, they, they do need a lot, though. They could they could use a lot. Yeah. yeah. So it's, them moving back is a smart move. And honestly, my winner out of this whole entire trade is still Miami. It is. Like, but the, I think the real winner is Tua. 
Yeah. Because there were a lot of people who were like, do you draft a quarterback this year? You yeah. have the 103 pick. Right. You, you're going to, you could get a good one there. And they chose to sacrifice that and yeah. roll with Tua. They're all, yeah, they're all in on Tua this year. Yeah. Which is nice. So, yeah, going to be crazy. I think I'm excited to see, you know, if, if there's going to be a Joe Burrow, uh, Jamar Chase reunion, Devontae Smith to yeah. a reunion, I think that's going to be kind of And I think Philly's also, they realized if they couldn't get Zach Wilson this year, that they're going to roll with Jalen Hurts. Because there's also reports that the ownership really doesn't want Jalen Hurts. So this is going to be a very but big year But see, that's confusing. It is. Because I thought ownership recently just came out and said, not, not very recent, like a couple weeks ago, they're owner came out and was like give jalen hurts everything yeah whatever he needs to succeed but if that's true then you wouldn't be trying to trade up to two that, to get zach wilson hence the confusion so i think now what they're doing once they realize that they couldn't get zach wilson is they're stockpiling picks for next year to be able to go up there and grab someone yeah i mean there's going to be a few quarterbacks coming if in the jalen next few hurts years but out. i still i'd still grade i don't know we'll we'll see so it's going to be interesting yeah i do think there's going to be more trades to come as we get closer to uh well, it's just a few weeks away anyway, isn't it? The, the draft? draft? Yeah. yeah. Like three or four weeks. Uh, three weeks? So that's not bad. Yeah. I'm so, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just so pumped about the draft. This is like my favorite it's time gonna of the whole year. It's going to be a really year. fun draft. Yeah, I've been really getting into the draft this year so far. Yeah. So you want to hit some of the quarterback offseason moves? Yeah. Let's go ahead and jump into some QBs. So some of these we might have retouched, but um, there wasn't a ton of quarterback, like, moving teams. You had, like, Carson Wentz, obviously. We saw he got traded to Indy for a third and a second, which that could possibly end up being a first-round pick mm-hmm. from Philly to Indy. But which, 70, 75% of the snaps, I think they get the first. So uh, it's possible, but he has been hurt a lot. So yeah, we, it's also but, possible it won't happen. I mean, we talked about this a lot before the break. We took about possible landing spots, and I had I Indy mean, pegged the whole time just yeah. because of the Frank Wright connection. And I think it'll be definitely better than Philly. Yeah, I mean, you I mean, know, they have an actual offense and an actual defense out there on the field. Yeah, so when we were going to be talking quarterbacks, you know, obviously we we make our little notes on our laptops and stuff, but you know, I'm not against Carson Wentz. Like everybody's written this guy off as just a terrible quarterback. You know, keep in mind before his injury in 2017, I mean, he was pegged as MVP that year. Yeah. He had a great offensive line, a healthy Zach Ertz. You know, you look at 2020, just this last season, his offensive line was just god awful. Yep. There was injuries all over the place. His leading receiver was Travis Fulgham, yeah, who's a six round pick out of Old Dominion. Dominion, I, he literally had no pass catchers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like it was pathetic had, last and year. And Zach Ertz was Miles awful. Sanders missed time. Dallas Goddard missed time. Yeah, Alshon never showed up. Deshaun never showed up. Nothing. I mean, it, these are big names yeah. technically, but. Well, none not of them big played names, well. but they're contributors to an NFL offense, and they just. I mean, at one at some at one point, Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey were big names. I just don't yeah, think. Oh yeah. You know, Deshaun maybe not anymore. No. No, right. Not five anymore. years ago, yeah. Yeah, five six years ago, <laughs> but I mean, he also took so many hits. Yeah. So many hits, so many sacks. I mean, the kid was running for his freaking life. I think he had. Oh, and I have it in my notes. What yeah. he had fifty sacks on the season. Yeah, he had I think, 50 I sacks think Watson on the season. Led in sacks. He had 49. Okay, so 49. And keep in mind, guys, 50 sacks, and he didn't play two games, right? Yeah, yeah. Didn't he lead the <laughs> league in like interceptions and stuff too? He was uh, up there in turnovers. Let's see. He had 15. He had 15 turnovers, which 
There's a couple people tied with 15. Well, 15 interceptions. I mean, that's excluding fumbles. So, I mean, maybe with fumbles, the point he probably is, did it. the dude was getting hit. He's getting time. rocked. So, going to a place where they've got a, a very, very solid offensive line, they have an excellent running game, which we'll get into yeah, a little which, bit later. And Wentz is, he is a very athletic and can run, but he, if he has the choice, he would prefer to stand in the pocket. Yeah. And, and I mean, what was that knee injury was in 2017, right? Yeah. So, kind of since he's come back from that, he has been a little slower, but still, he he's, he's mobile enough. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just going to, I think he's going to come back. I'll, I'll say it right now. What is this? March 30th. This will get released on the, on the first. I'm going to call if, if he stays healthy all season, there's a good chance he'll be a comeback player of the year. Well, yeah, I'm just saying that right. But now. that's a very storyline based like trophy. I don't care. I'm just saying I think it's going to happen. It. Yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, let's be real. Comeback player of the year last year is not even on a team. So yeah. <laughs> So but I'm uh, just saying other quarterback news. We don't have to hit on this one too much because it did happen before the break, but it became official during the break. Matthew mm-hmm. Stafford traded to LA for Jared Goff, two mm-hmm. first round picks and a third round pick. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I think Matthew, I think the Rams are going to be very, very dangerous. Yeah. As long Matthew as he Stafford's stays healthy, he plays through a lot of injuries. Oh yeah. Matthew Stafford is, is keep him on the field. Keep him upright. He, the Rams are ready to roll. Yeah. And also how do the Rams like the Rams and the chiefs, like how do they keep pulling? like these salary cap moves off. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. There's a few teams that have gotten really, really uh, sneaky with how they, how they get around the salary cap. Uh, the Rams just keep, yeah, they've been able to keep signing people. Cause and they, the reason Leonard they Floyd really, was a big contract. Yeah, too, yeah. And that came after this because <laughs> the whole, like the big reason why they paid so much for Stafford was Goff's contract. Right. And that was another reason why Wentz, it took a while for him to land. Well, it wasn't just Goff's contract. It was Goff's contract and the fact that they didn't feel that he could, elite yeah so i mean you did overpay for somebody that wasn't special and kind of in the first place i do think jared goff needs a restart it also there's been stuff coming out with him and mcveigh's just not been on the same page yeah i I remember i remember this very distinctly reading like a tweet this was like a couple months like maybe two months before the end of the season maybe a month and a half once the rams and jared goff started not really producing that well and it was like i think they uh the mcveigh goff needs like they need to go to marriage counseling Oh, stuff yeah. like that. And I was yeah. just like, that's interesting. Yeah. And it ended up him getting shipped. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Crazy. I mean, before they traded him, there were like actual conversations happening if Goff's going to be the starter next year or the backup that we saw last year was going to play. Right. And keep in mind, when we say the backup, it's because we don't good. actually know his yeah. name. <laughs> he, he ran the ball a lot. He ran the I ball a lot. And I think he might have had a beard. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, again, it's a no name person. So getting Stafford in there really elevated that team. I'm going to tell you right now, man, just makes me so excited for like Robert Woods and yeah, like Cooper, Cooper Cup, Cup like, Tyler Higby. We'll get to later is the only tight end in town. They did bring in Deshaun Jackson. If he could get healthy, they have yeah. Van Jefferson, Cam Akers out of the backfield. Yeah, Van Jefferson's going to be interesting because they also shipped out. Reynolds, um, yeah, we'll get yeah, to Josh later. Reynolds, yeah, later. So but. the next quarterback news we got is sad. Mm, like, sad, yeah. It came out of nowhere and it seems it's like just a, not stopping. developing. Yeah, and. It's mm. gross if you read like some of the details and stuff like that. But Deshaun yeah. Watson, he's still holding out. Yep. We'll see how and much longer. A t- ton of allegations against him yeah. about sexual misconduct and stuff like that. I still don't think anything's gone criminal. I think it's still all civil cases. Yeah. And yeah. stuff like that. But it's 
I don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun. I don't think he's playing this year, whether he's getting held out or suspensions or something like that. Yeah. Um, and Houston signed Tyrod Taylor to a one-year deal. Yeah, I mean, you have to kind of get a backup. Tyrod kind of fits still the mold. Um, he's definitely nowhere near Deshaun Watson. Yep. But they have similar traits, so it makes sense. But, yeah, it's really sad. I don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun. I mean, everything is civil. He's going to lose his whole like his whole contract <laughs> if it gets too crazy. I mean, I think he's up to like 18 women or whatever. So. It's a lot. It's just a lot, and it's not slowing down. No. So uh, let's just hope that some of this blows over. Let's hope at the end of it there wasn't anything um, too crazy that happened, you know, because, you know, we're pro-women's rights, but, you know, we we don't ever want to see anything like that. The, to be honest, the NFL has had enough of those issues. Yep. So <laughs> let's just hope that it's, you know, just these texts or whatever, and let, let's get back to football, so. What we got next? So, uh, Jameis Winston signed with the Saints one year, $12 million. And there was also some, like, reports because right before after this, Taysom Hill. Yeah, that was this some weird really stuff. big contract, but the language <laughs> of it was incredibly complicated. But it's yeah. basically that they can just void that contract. Well, and talk about and some I think shady the major, moves. Yeah, I think the major <laughs> reason they did it was to get money to re sign Jameis because they're still yes. coming out saying Jameis is going to be our starter. Yeah, we'll which see. I like. See, I, I don't, like it. I don't see it. So, Jameis is fine. I know you're a way bigger fan of Jameis Winston than I am. I just appreciate Jameis. I don't. I, I don't. There's nothing to appreciate. The guy is extremely inconsistent. Um, you know, we're, you know what you're going to give him. He's going to throw 35 touchdowns and probably 30 interceptions for 4,000 yards. Fantasy, that is gold. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. But those people don't stay around in the NFL long because they're always losing. So I would rather take my shot. You know, with Taysom Hill, and if it doesn't work out, then ship him out and go with Winston. But that's just me. Moving on, Ryan Fitzpatrick to Washington. <laughs> you like Ryan Fitzpatrick? I mean, like I like I like this move, but because yes, Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to lose you some games, but more times than not, he's he's he's, he's never he's, been to the playoffs. He's never won a playoff game. Well, that's because he's been on a lot of really crappy teams. Okay, yeah, so Ryan Fitzpatrick signed with Washington, one-year, $10 million. And I do really like this move. I think it saves Terry. I think it saves Logan Thomas. I think Antonio Gibson's going to get a bump. Yeah. Curtis Samuel, who they brought in, who we'll get to later, I think there's still an option of them drafting someone in the draft. I think this is could be a big move for the Washington offense. Yeah. And they've also said that they could possibly draft a quarterback in this year's draft. But yeah, it looks like wherever if they would be able to draft a quarterback, it would probably be to develop him, so it'd probably still be Fitzpatrick for most of the season. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I like it. This next one I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> this is so stupid. Andy Dalton signs the Bears. One year, 10 mil. 10 mil, though. Like, okay, you got to bring somebody in. We should just add this together. Mitch oh, Trubisky signed, signed with, with Buffalo. Buffalo for one year, $2.5 million. Yep. I mean, he's the backup. That's backup I mean, salary. that, yeah. But still. He's it, on his way out. Of the league. Yes. Mitch isn't going to be around too much longer. Dalton, but, it was, well, there was a lot of stuff going on with the Bears. We can get to it later, but yep. they went after Russell Wilson very yep. aggressively. They went after Deshaun Watson. They went after Carson Wentz. Yep. They got stuck with Dalton. Yep. Who I think will be the starter. I think it might <laughs> be better than that. Mitch, but. <laughs> this is not an upgrade. This is, a, this is if anything, a lateral I move. mean, it could be, a, like, a very slight upgrade, but no. it's not, like, anything. I mean, it's a one-year $10 million deal. I have a, I doubt he's there next year. Yeah, I mean, there's no way. This is a, this is a bridge quarterback. Andy Dalton 
did not even look that amazing when he was I mean there was it's just like his whole career there's flashes of of greatness there's seasons where he's been good but like if you look at his some of those Bengals teams were very good but he's just not he's just getting old. I, I mean, don't think I think he's thrown 30 touchdowns once in yeah, his but career. Yeah, but also I mean he's been in the league for a long time. He's been around the block. I don't but I mean we saw it in Dallas with a loaded offense last year and he did nothing. Yeah. 30 touchdowns once, more times than not he's around 20. Two times he hit 25. You know, I mean, come on, man, and he's Usually he doesn't turn the ball over, but you, I mean, between the two, look, 14 and eight, 16 and 14, 21 and 11, 25 and 12. I mean, it's, it's almost Jameis Winston numbers. <laughs> Except not as fun. It's, right. Cause he's not throwing for 4,000 yards. He's only yeah. done that twice. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just not excited about. about Fire the Matt Nagy. Okay, that so whole, yeah. That whole thing. Needs the last go. piece of quarterback news we'll hit on is the Patriots did re-sign Cam Newton to one year, $14 million. I was a things, little but... surprised that he got 14 million, but I don't hate it. We'll talk about what the else the Patriots did this off season. There's a lot. It, I think it's going to be better than last year, but I mean, not many people like Cam Newton as much as I do and it hurts, but, his days of being like, he'll be just MVP is gone. Oh well, yeah, I don't, yeah, no, yeah, that was gone a long time ago. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think he'll just be a streaming quarterback. Yeah, he'll, as far as fantasy goes, he'll be okay. He's not going to be drafted high. I don't see him being crazy good this season. I think he's just going to be okay. And I think, you know, I think it's fine. I think because I think New England's looking for a quarterback to bring in, so I think he's a bridge and they quarterback. They've been in a lot of possible moving up in the draft to go yeah. after some quarterbacks well i heard that mac jones was labeled there but then i've seen trey lance it didn't I've even seen justin fields if somebody bill belichick did not look Atlanta. good he did not look happy at mac jones pro day though. there was a lot of shake in his head no um last thing we're not actually going to touch because we actually had two quarterbacks to bring up scroll down but marcus Mariota did take a pay cut to stay with the raiders yeah which there was a lot of also earlier in the offseason just about him maybe going to Indy places yeah. like Houston stuff yep. like that, but the and Raiders, still, it still might happen. I just yeah, the Raiders would only keep now. him on the team if he took a pay cut, and he took a decent pay cut to stay on the team. Yeah, I'm I'm actually very surprised. I would have just I want a starting job. Let's go somewhere else. Yeah. So, all right, let's go ahead and jump into some running backs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some of these are no we, particular order. Yeah, no particular order, but we we find very strange. Uh, first one. Definitely comes to mind. Well, I mean, you could just lump in three of these for the same team. True. The Houston Texans, who are a dumpster fire, as I mean, it's hard to think of a team that was in a worse spot in recent years than Houston is right now. I don't know. The Jets are pretty freaking close, too. Jets are up there. <laughs> uh, Washington's front office kind of goes back and forth with their stupidity, yeah. too. So. so they brought in, well, first they re signed David Johnson, restructured his contract. Yep. They brought in Mark Ingram for on a one year, $3 million deal. Yep. And Philip Lindsay on a one-year $3.25 million deal. Yep. <laughs> I think David Johnson is still the guy. I think Mark Ingram was more of a locker room signing. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to really play. He's going to get some snaps. But I think Philip Lindsay is going to be the one that probably eats into David Johnson's share there. Yeah, I mean... Because that was the one thing that helped keep David Johnson so consistent last year. Yeah. Was he was the only guy there and he got everything. And now yeah. the team's going to be worse. You don't have Deshaun Watson. You're losing all the offensive skill position players you've had. 
it's just it's a bad spot. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's crazy because David Johnson, in my opinion, quietly had a very good year last year. Yeah, it wasn't like, great, but it, it was wasn't good. it, was it wasn't you know fantastic in, in fantasy relevance. He had relevance. Yeah, you know, maybe not as much as he did. You know. Back with Arizona when oh, he was, no. yeah, he you was know, MVP the number but, one running back in the league. Yeah. But I mean, he still had a very valuable year. The team that won uh, one of our listener leagues had David Johnson. He helped him get there. Yeah. You know, so I'm very surprised. I think signing Mark Ingram is very strange. Mark Ingram I think, is I think good. Mark Ingram back. is a more of a locker room guy. I think he's a t- player that every one of his teammates has always just loved. And they've talked about how much, how nice it is having him around. I mean, when Lamar Jackson was out tearing up the league, Mark Ingram's like hype videos for him before interviews and mm-hmm. stuff were awesome to watch. Like I bet, yeah, I bet Mark Ingram's an awesome guy to play with. So I think he's more for the locker room, but Philip Lindsay's the one that I think you'll see more on the field. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's very strange, but I think Philip Lindsay. I agree with you. I think he's going to take a lot of pass catching away. Um, and and again, he was a thousand yard rusher for like the past three years too. Even I think before, I don't think he was last year. With yeah, but he got Melvin Gordon. But he got rotated out of the passing down running back in mm-hmm. Denver. So I'll probably still go to David Johnson because David Johnson's still very good at that. But who knows? I don't know. Yeah, let's stop talking about Houston. Yeah, they just need to quietly. This go signing away. is pretty inconsequential, I think, because I think this team's still probably going to do something. Yeah. But Malcolm Brown signed with Miami to a one-year, $1.5 million deal. Yeah, I don't mind it, though. Right now, they still only have Miles Gaskin right there. But there's a good chance they're drafting somebody, Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, I hope so. There's a couple of running backs in this draft I would love to yeah. see. I still think James Miami. Connors out there. But besides mm-hmm. that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think Malcolm Brown, I think he has shown, you know, even in L.A., he's a capable running back at times. So I think he'll be fine. And he really offsets Miles Gaskins, who's a lot smaller of yeah. a back. Malcolm Brown, a lot bigger, can bring some more power than Gaskins can. Uh, but I don't, I don't mind it. Yep. Next signing. This one's weird to me, though. It's just this <laughs> dude, man. This is all this dude can do. He's yeah. just that pain in the butt for fantasy players. Yeah. I think he's a good running back, but he just always seems to just hurt their other running back in the team he's in, and that's probably going to happen again. It's yep. Jamal Williams. He signed with Detroit, two yep. years, seven point five million dollar deal which is an okay deal for him. But now he's going to be the backup to DeAndre Swift, leaving Aaron Jones, free Aaron Jones movement that went on forever. Hopefully it can at least, I don't know. I think Aaron Jones did fine, but Aaron Jones is an incredible, incredible running back. Mm -hmm. We don't know how he's going to be utilized in Detroit yet. DeAndre Swift going into year two, a whole new co- like a whole new team in Detroit. <laughs> like that is an entirely new team from top to bottom. Yeah, much. it's it's definitely going to be a completely, I mean, just a completely different landscape in, in Detroit this year with that offense. It, it is frustrating. I mean, Jamal Williams, I think he's going to see the field. He's yeah, he's, he's definitely going to see the field. He's going to eat into a lot of touches for DeAndre Swift, who I think is a great running back. I love DeAndre Swift. He was your number one rookie running back coming in last yeah, year. Yeah, talent wise, yeah, talent wise, and I mean, he's more than capable of taking over this game. And they they still have carry on there too, don't they? So yeah. I'm just, I mean, I know he's kind of quietly disappeared now, but I'm just saying like, it's still kind of a heavy, like a full backfield. Yeah. You know, I don't know what happened to carry on, man. It's very yeah, sad, that one's but sad. Uh, I just, I just, I don't know. I, w- I really wish Jamal would have gone somewhere where maybe he could have started. I just want to see if he could have had a starting role. 
he's kind of known as the backup that takes touches away. Yeah. Uh, Marlon Mack resigned with the Colts one year, $2 million. Makes sense. I think they saw enough out of uh, Jonathan Taylor because Mack was all set on testing free agency. And yeah. there just weren't, I imagine, any offers for him. There's yeah. also just a trend. I mean, players not really getting what they thought in short deals. Yep. Either the teams only signed with the short deals or the players wanted short deals to try and re-sign again if the cap goes up again. Yeah, it was very strange. I mean, we saw that with a lot of receivers this offseason, too. Um, Most yeah. players signed for one or two years. That's it. Yeah, one, two years. Nothing long, nothing crazy. Um, yeah, just strange. I think it's a, I think he's still a great fit. I th- I still think he's a really good uh, running he's, back he, as well. He'll be a great backup for Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the next signing. God, this is so stupid. I hate I hate I think this I hate so John much. Gruden. Yeah, I think I hate, I hate this hate so much. John Gruden. I don't I have I don't I haven't heard one person who's like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Yep. This was a good idea. Yeah. Like what was he thinking? Well, I can also say the same thing about the player for wanting to go there. He signed. That okay, but that's a little <laughs> I mean, if this was He's the taking only the money, maybe had, yeah, yeah, just the best offer he got. But it's Kenyon Drake signed with the Raiders, two-year, $14 million. I was a little surprised he got seven a year, Kenyon Drake. Yeah. But like, what is this going to do, man? I don't, I don't know. This sucks because he's going to be on the field. He is yeah. going to be on the field. I mean, this, this just really ruined Josh, Josh Jacobs, Jacobs. already wasn't getting the passing work. You thought... He's not getting it anymore point, now. Just because how he is, I know there's no chance he's getting the passing work now. Well, yet. and Josh Jacobs, if I'm not mistaken, finished... Top 10. Yeah, I think he was number eight as a running back last year in fantasy. Yeah, it was just I don't see him finishing there this year, no. though, with Kenyon Drake there. Probably not. I no. mean, I know in my my rankings, he's definitely now going to be outside that top 12. Yeah. Just because of that signing. It's not because of his I mean, talent. why couldn't Kenyon Drake go to, like, maybe back to Miami or Buffalo or Atlanta or uh, something Buffalo like that? Buffalo was where I wanted him Buffalo, to end up. Buff- that would have been great. Whatever running back lands in Buffalo, I'm hoping it's going to be one of the rookies. Get me very, very excited, but Buffalo has a prime Buffalo spot and Miami back, both. Yeah. But I mean, he could have. I mean, he could have signed in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh needs to signed back. a lot of places. Yeah, I mean, there was so many places to go, and he, ugh, the freaking Raiders, and it just really sucked. And it, it, I think what makes us more disappointed is not because we're huge Kenyon Drake fans. I love Kenyon Drake. Yeah, you hated I, the show out last year. Yeah, he. We had him intro a show last year. You know, just that was fantastic. So it's not Kenyon Drake. It's just the fact that it really hurts Josh Jacobs I just, a lot. I don't ever understand what John Gruden's trying to do. I, I don't just, know. I we'll don't talk about it in another what he's trying to do. in the wide receiver pickups for him too. So just extremely frustrating what the Raiders are trying God, to do. They're going to draft another wide receiver early in this draft and yeah. waste them. Yeah. Yeah. No joke. So Chris Carson. Resigned with Seattle, two-year, $15 million deal. I mean, almost the same contract as Kenny Drake, which I think is a little strange. Kind of a but slap in the face. This one kind of, it seemed for a while that Seattle was not going to bring back Chris Carson. Yeah. And he was out on the market. I saw Buffalo, Miami rumored for him. But they ended up bringing him back, which I like. Just keep it safe. At least if you have him in Dynasty like I do, you know what you're going to get out of him. Yeah. I mean, I. Th- it's almost like... We're we're having to now advocate for how good Chris Carson actually is. Yep. Because he's shown. I mean, it on the you field. have to know. Yeah, he 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 can get hurt. It's part of his it's, running style. It's, it's part of how football. he plays. It is yeah. yes. But when he's on the field and healthy, he's very very good. He's excellent. 
And even then, he's not hurt that often. He's improved as a receiver and stuff yeah. like that. Like, yeah, he's very good. Very frustrated that he did not get a, a nicer, more friendly contract. And honestly, I'm not a huge fan that he resigned in Seattle. He was somebody else that I was hoping ended up in Miami. Yeah. Because um, I felt like he was really going to fit that mold um, for them as just a power back that can catch. I mean, basically a do-it-all kind of guy. I don't like him in Seattle because it's just it's Russell Wilson town. You know, they're they're gonna yeah, want but it. all the reports are that they Pete Carroll wants to run the ball even y- more. Yes. <laughs> that's what I but then you gotta get that past Russell. So I don't I don't know. Who are you gonna take? The head coach or your your star quarterback? Well they cl- one's gotta clearly go. don't value Russell Wilson's opinion. Yeah, one's well Russell Wilson kinda came out and Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was that was like a fun week where like, wow, is Russell Wilson really gonna get traded? Yeah, I know. No. No, there's no I way. think I think um Chicago offered three firsts. And like a and, and a defensive player. Yeah, I just don't know what offered defensive. a lot. Yeah, they went all out for that, and they said no. But that's because again they couldn't offer a quarterback in return. <laughs> Seattle wasn't gonna be able to draft one, so yeah, <laughs> who are you gonna go with? Yeah. Anyways, Damian Williams. Yeah, signed he was with the Bears. Cut by the Chiefs and then signed by the Bears on a one-year deal. I still haven't seen any contract details for this deal, but I don't think he's gonna see the field a ton. But one of like the main reasons why David Montgomery was so good at the end of last year was the volume he was seeing. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to screw things up, a li- at least a little bit. Yeah, I mean, Damian Williams has, I mean, is this capable. Is, yeah, this is very, very capable. Yeah, this is definitely not good news for David Montgomery owners. Yeah. Uh, just, again, another running back that can go into a team and kind of mess with that starter that's been fantasy relevant and there's still in recent Tariq years. Cohen who's just always out there for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of disappointing. But what are you gonna do? Yep. Uh, this is this one's interesting. If he stays the starter in, on this place, yeah, I actually kind of like this. Mike Davis signed with the Falcons on a two-year, five-point-five million-dollar deal. That's not like starting running back money, money. or no. anything. But if they don't draft anyone and don't bring anyone else in, I'm gonna be on. He's. I think he'll be a value in the draft. Yeah, I mean, Mike. Mike Davis. I mean, when he was in. You know, Carolina hit last year. He did very he well. He did very well while uh, Christian McCaffrey was out. Uh, Mike Davis, uh, I'm trying to think, was it Seattle before that? Where Chicago was, and Seattle, Sh- yeah. You're right, Chicago and Seattle. I mean, when he was able to get touches, he was very good. He was He was great. So I do think that he has the ability to start. I mean, right now, would you take Todd Gurley or Mike Davis? Oh, Mike Davis. Todd Gurley's. I Todd Gurley's done. League. I think he's out of the league. He's got to be done. He just can't. St- I mean, the utilization last year was just god awful. I think Mike Davis could come in there and, and be excellent. I'm surprised it was only 5.5. That's, but... that's the one thing where it's not a ton of money they put into him. Yeah. I think it was a you go show me what you can do. So. Yep. So the big running back news of the offseason. God, this is the fucking. Which, I mean, I had a. Ch- I mean, my dynasty team this offseason for free agency was <laughs> made some a changes mess. well i thought well yeah so i had chris carson aaron jones kenny galladay and another player that didn't get affected was josh jacobs yep so at least chris carson and now aaron jones are staying on the same team so i can at least expect the same amount from but aaron jones re-signed with the packers four year 48 million dollars big deal i like yeah, it which is by far the biggest running back deal of the offseason mm-hmm I, I like think he it. deserved more. I was, I mean, there was a lot of, a lot of talk about him signing with Miami. Yes. So, which I would have really yeah, liked. I would have too. But 
I go back and forth which one I like more. Because now with Jamal Williams gone, maybe Aaron Jones can just go up that extra little bit in Green Bay. I still feel like in Green Bay, though, they it's not just going to be Dylan's going to have. He'll get worked in there, but at least he's I think not the receiver re- Jamal Williams was. He's I agree, but I think he's still going to be the replacement to Jamal Williams. But I think with this contract, I do think Jones is now going to, it's not going to be as much of a 50-50 split as it kind of almost seemed like yeah. at times. But I do think that that uh, A.J. Dillon's going to be on the field more than I would like him to be. I think if he would have went to Miami, he's basically the only guy that was going to be there. Yeah. But, you know, and, and plus, for if you if you were an Aaron Jones owner last year, there were so many times that Green Bay would get in the five. Five and under. And then all of a sudden, it's an out route to yeah. Devontae Adams for a three or four yard touchdown, five yep. yard, whatever. Jones never got any goal line. But work. I mean... There, that's but that's the one nice thing about him staying on Green Bay instead of going to say Miami is just that offense. You it's can't gonna, compare the two. The, Green yeah, Bay it's gonna is move. Just, they're gonna score. Yeah, they're gonna lot. score a lot. So points. that's just more scoring opportunities for Aaron Jones. Yeah, it's just it's I want I don't want just opportunities. I actually want. Well, you yeah, know? you want the high Cause, value, right? Because what he only had nine touchdowns coming off a season where I think he had eighteen. Yeah, so there's so, that possibility. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but even then, with nine touchdowns, he was still, I think, he finished in the top five. Because he's awesome. Yeah, because he is awesome. But, I, I mean, he he could have still been way better. But, anyways, I, I, I like it. Um, I don't love it, but I, I do like it. I think it's I think it's completely fine. Yep. They also, we do have to mention, though, that Corey Lindsley did leave the Packers, the center. Yeah. He, and so that, that does change. the Chargers, right? Yes. I believe, yeah. yeah, I think it's the Chargers. It just does change that offensive line a little bit. I mean, he's one of the best centers in the league. So yep. we do have to kind of waver that into into it as well. It's not going to be as tight-knit group up front as it was last year. And so. the uh, last running back news we have so far in the offseason <laughs> is Leonard Fournette re-signs with Tampa. <laughs> one year, three mil. Yeah, I mean, it's only a $3 million deal, but I don't know how the heck Tampa just re-signed their whole freaking team for yeah. last year. <laughs> Well, the franchise tag helped. Yeah, I, okay, but you can only franchise tag one player. Yeah. I mean, they still resigned uh, Davis. They resigned Sue. And Dominic and Sue, <laughs> like, yeah. And and I mean, some of these weren't small contracts. No. So and then to, yeah. to go Fournette and get had Leonard like Fournette a couple too. buyers on him. I know Seattle was looking at him, mm-hmm. but it's. I think you know. Do you think he because of how good he was at the back half of last season and especially the playoffs? Do you think he? Dude, he looked be, amazing. Yeah. The do Super you think Bowl. he'll be their guy? No more real Ronald Jones in the mix, or do you think that's just not Bruce Arian style? No, I I don't think I really don't think that's Bruce Arian style. Yeah, I think I it's mean, still going to be a pretty I, heavy mix. Yeah, I still think it's going to be a heavy mix, and I'm still trying to figure out like, is Kayshawn Vaughn going to really make an appearance? Because I feel like they still might draft somebody then in this draft if they're not comfortable with him. You know, I because I don't know if I, I don't drafting someone. I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like everybody always drafts a running back. I mean, running, there's some running backs in here. That's pretty deep. So I wouldn't be surprised, but to me, I think Leonard for and it's, and again, it's only a one year deal. Yeah. So, I mean, you're going to lose a running back this, you know, at the end of the year anyway. So I don't I don't know I love the signing I think Leonard Fournette coming back to Tampa is just basically reloaded and they're they're good to go. Think about when you look at this is I I, I watched this the other day. This is really funny when you look at most teams in the NFL. There's maybe two teams you're looking at when they go into this NFL draft season. They're just drafting backups. Yeah. The Chiefs, <laughs> you're, you, 
they're they're fine. They and they just got a bunch of offensive line I don't know, guys. Man. I've been seeing some Kadarius Tony to the Chiefs in drafts. But again, you're. I mean, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, you you're not having to draft for there. an exact need. No, yeah, you're drafting depth. And Tampa's the other one. I mean, think about like what what does Tampa need right now? They don't really need anything. No. So you're you're drafting depth. I just find that completely crazy. And look at them; they were both those were both Super Bowl teams. Yeah. I I, I don't see it changing. <laughs> like I I could easily see them both back in the Super Bowl this year. Well, yeah, they could definitely both be back. But yeah, I just that's just crazy to me. Just absolutely crazy. All right, let's go ahead and jump into some wide receivers here. Of course, we got dog barking and everything. Yeah. Let's just go with it. Yeah, great. Okay, wide receivers. You want to start with uh, someone that you're a big fan of, franchise tag. Chris yeah, we'll Godwin. start with the two franchise tags guy. I mean, yeah, I like Chris Godwin. Let's say I love him, but he's very, very good. Yeah, um, yeah him and Allen Robinson both got the franchise tags. They're like $16 million. Chris Godwin signed his very quickly. Allen Robinson, it looked like he was like not going to sign his mm-hmm. as long as possible, but there was a lot of stuff that made me very nervous. Because there was also the Bears were also looking at Kenny Galladay, and there was a lot of stuff going on. And yeah. when Allen Robinson signed his franchise tag, I thought it was an indication that you he knew out. that there was they were about to sign some players. They yeah. ended up not getting Kenny; they ended up getting Andy Dalton. So, which doesn't make me wonder why he signed. No, like, I mean, can just, we get Allen Robinson with a good quarterback and like the money he's actually worth? on a good contract yeah <laughs> like, i mean he has had one of the bumpiest careers so far and he's still a, he's so good yeah he's very good he's so good i mean even when you look at just on that crappy team you know he he was a top 12 wide receiver last yeah. year <laughs> at least you know he's i think still he finished at 12 that monster target share yeah yeah they've because they got been nothing reports there of them trading anthony miller which darnell mooney will be going into year two he still needs to be developed but yeah i mean not much change on that team besides quarterback. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of a drastic change, but yeah, we'll we'll see. I we both really like Allen Robinson a lot. Uh, Chris Godwin, I mean, great for them to franchise tag him. Again, bringing back everybody in Tampa. So, you know, I, I do get a little nervous with Chris Godwin, though, still there because he went from, I think it was like two in 2019. He was like the number two wide receiver. Two and, he's, four, and I think he finished like in the 30s this past season. Yeah, so it's just huge target time. Drop. I don't think he missed. I think his point per game were still pretty good. He got better as the season went on. Signed mm-hmm. of that whole offense did. Yeah, but um, I, I think, think it's good that he. I think Mike Evans kind of took Antonio over. Antonio Brown's gone. Yeah. Maybe Tyler Johnson or something can step up as that third. Scotty Miller too. Him. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's a fun one. <laughs> Corey Davis signs. I would say a. Pretty happy. He's one of the contract. few players who got over a one or two year deal. Yeah, he signed three years, thirty seven and a half million dollars with the, the Jets, good old Jets. Which, um, I mean, the thing, the one problem with Corey Davis with me is because when he was coming out, I loved Corey Davis. I very thought high he was going to be very. I mean, he was incredibly highly yep. drafted. He had all the potential in the world. Yep. But so far, I think what we've learned is he just he can't be the number one. Yeah, he just can't. And yeah. right now, he is the number one for the Jets. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They have I, they have Denzel Mims, but he's still young. He still needs development. Right now, they still have Sam Darnold at quarterback. Yeah, they still have that Jameson Crowder. He's a slot. Still garbage. No. They brought in Tevin back. Coleman at running back, which yep. they're 
going to be doing something else. They have to. They got to, yeah. That team's yeah. just still a mess. Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing with Corey Davis is he shows these just every year there's a couple games where it's just like, there he is. Yeah. And then there's a lot of games where it's like, where is he? You know, like, it's it's just so inconsistent. I think, you know, I think he could be an elite receiver. I think if he has had, the ability. If he, if he had, okay, I mean, this is very early, but where do you think he's going to go in drafts? I'm not overly excited currently, so I would still say pretty late. Yeah. Six, maybe seven. I'm thinking late 20s, early 30s of wide receivers. Yeah. Well, where did he finish this past season, out of curiosity? I got it. wasn't that bad. Let me see where he is. Where you is 29. Surprisingly, he finished right above Chris Godwin. Yeah. So, I mean, again, it's just, you know, I mean, I'm looking at some of these players that played it, got ahead of him though, like T Higgins, who really didn't shine until kind of halfway through the season. Robbie Anderson, Deontay Johnson, who is amazing. Curtis Samuel, Will Fuller had a great year. So, I mean, there's some big names right around here. But I don't know. I mean, for the Jets to have your number one being, you know, essentially what a back into early, you know, flex wide receiver is just. Yep. Eh. So this one will be real quick. The Jaguars signed Philip Dorsett. They also brought in Marvin Jones Jr., which is interesting. How do yeah. you think that plays with DJ Chark? I don't really care. You know I mean, it's going to be Philip Trevor Dorsett Lawrence. to me is... You know it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, they're, they're, Philip Dorsett is just a depth piece. Yeah, I could care less. Marvin Jones, I think, could be somewhat usable. But I, I still think D, DJ Chark's going to be the number one. there. Yeah, I do too. I can't imagine Marvin Jones taking that over. I think DJ Chark definitely has the higher upside. Marvin Jones is a veteran He's player. He's very good. I think what Marvin Jones does is really affects more of Chenault. Then I can't Lavesquez yeah. or whatever. Yep. I always say his first name wrong. Mm-hmm. I think it really affects him more. Um, or they just didn't have as much confidence in him. And you're so also, brought- I mean, Trevor Lawrence is one of those quarterbacks who we just comes up every few years that just looks like they're just going to be just one of those. You can't miss quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, let's hope they but can't he's miss. still probably going to have a learning curve with the NFL on a new team on a bad Jaguars team. Yeah. So it might be bumpy at first, but I, I think DJ Chark's outlook is definitely upwards. Like he can't yeah. get much worse than Gardner Minshew. Yeah, or Mike Glennon, right? Yeah. So yeah. No, I I'm not that worried about it. I don't really care about Philip Dorsett. Congrats yeah, that's that he still has piece. a job, but we can move on. So now we can get into some of the Patriots moves that they made quite <laughs> a few. It was kind of the yeah. Patriots offseason. Yeah. They signed Kendrick Bourne to a three year, twenty two and a half million dollar deal. And Nelson Aguilar to a two-year, twenty-six million dollar deal. The Nelson Aguilar deal, I don't hate. I actually really like that one. But the Kendrick Bourne three years, twenty-two and a half million dollars. That one just seems weird. That one seems odd. It seems like they overpaid him. And what's he really going to help the team with? I mean, Kendrick Bourne. I do think you know there's a place for his playing style. I mean, he's a, he's a quick receiver. He's he's a he's a kind of a big guy. I don't think he was terrible. In San Francisco, but, he had but he's so not so much opportunity in San Francisco because their yeah. wide receivers have never stayed healthy. There were times COVID when he was the number one and stuff like that, and he just wasn't. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, good. both of them went. I think what uh, um, Debo went down with an injury. Yeah, and then um, why am I blanking on Ayuk? Ayuk, thank you. Had COVID. Well, even in the years before Ayuk showed up, like two years ago, and I mean, he's been he was on San Francisco for a yeah. while. It's just never really. He's felt. never really shined. Now, so I don't, again, that's, hopefully it works out. 
maybe they're just trying to replace something. Uh, well, there have been reports that Nikhil Harry is on the trade block. Yeah, I just don't think anybody wants him. He's not done anything. Yeah. Um, who also was a highly touted. Julian Edelman <laughs> looks like he's probably going to retire. Yeah. So, I mean, their wide receiver court is, is still bare. Yeah. I like Aguilar. Even with these Aguilar pieces, is, it's still depleted. Aguilar is what he is. He's yeah, like, he's, he's a field stretcher. He's a break-in-case-of-emergency kind of a player. Well, so I really do like Nelson Aguilar because they, they needed somebody that can get downfield. Yeah. Like, Nikhil Harry was supposed to be that guy. He wasn't. So they bring in Nelson Aguilar. The thing with Nelson Aguilar, to me, though, is he, he does have a problem with drops. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, he is a very, I mean, <laughs> he's, well, I mean, a couple years ago, Nelson Aguilar was getting bounced out of the league. Yeah. And then he ended up saving stuff last year with the Raiders. Yeah. Being competent and stuff like that. So hopefully that continues, but he's yeah. not like a great receiver by any means, but he's capable. Yeah. I do think it's a pretty hefty contract for him, though, but good for him. So uh, John Brown signed with the Raiders one That's year. That's the replacement. Yeah, $7.5 million deal. Yeah. Is he their number one right now? <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. I think he's their number one right now. I mean, Brian Edwards really I know. never showed I, up. I, uh, I, hope, I, hope, I hope Brian Edwards isn't done. I hope somehow he can come back into yeah. the league because I really liked him last year. I, I loved his film coming out of college. But, you know, Henry Ruggs. Didn't like him. Didn't really do anything. Tried to tell you. Yeah, we both did, actually. <laughs> if you didn't listen, we were not a fan of him as the number one pass catcher going off the board. And then, um, who am I missing? Why can't I? Tyrell. No, because he left, didn't he? Yeah, this past. Yeah, this. no, the other. Um, oh, come on. The white guy. Oh, um, yeah, I know exactly. Why can't about. I think of his name? Played at Clemson. Played at Clemson, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. We don't need the name. We the know thing the is, is like, I think he led their team in touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't mean, know Darren who Waller, Darren Waller is their number one. Yeah, but he's the reason. tight end. Like, but he's a special tight end. Actually, I don't know if Darren Waller had more touchdowns or not, though, because he did get a lot of goal line work. But anyways, it doesn't matter. The thing is, is I don't know who their number one wide receiver is bringing John Brown in at 3.75. I think they're just one of those teams, like kind of how Buffalo seems like they're just going to be perpetually drafting running backs. I think. Raiders just love drafting wide receiver. I think yeah. I think it's just going to keep happening. I don't know. Where are they drafting? Do you know where their draft pick is this year? I don't have it off the top okay. of my head. It's probably around the middle of first if they have a first round pick. Actually, I don't know if they do. Yep. But doesn't matter. So, I'm not that intrigued. Somewhat of a interesting signing that we kind of saw coming. Curtis Samuel signs with Washington, three year, $34.5 million deal. You have the Ron Rivera connection. They're bringing in Fitzpatrick for this year, so at least the offense looks like it could move somewhat. It's gonna, it should move definitely a lot more than it did last year. Yeah, I, I absolutely love. I think he's gonna be good out of the slot. You could throw him around in gadget plays, and he has improved a lot as a receiver. He can even go downfield. Yeah, so Washington really needed to bring in something that was gonna. Yeah, help their. There are rumors of like Juju going there and other players, but I, I, I like that. They settled for well, Curtis Samuel. And, and Curtis Samuel, I mean... And I look, still think they could draft someone. Right. Yeah, they still can because they have the draft capital to do something. I think they're picking at 19 or 20. So, but Curtis Samuel, I mean, looking back at Carolina, he wasn't just a wide receiver. Like, no. he was out of the backfield a few times. Like, he's he's a, he's universal. Like, yep. you can kind of just move him everywhere. So, I think they needed some sort of gadget player like him to come in and he's not just one of those gadget players like... No, um, he's, he's a receiver first. Yeah. 
But I'm trying to like a Tavon Austin yeah, was no. a gadget player, right? Yeah. He's not that. He's way better. Yeah. <laughs> so I think this really helps the offense. I think Terry's going to get a huge bump out of this because this is somebody now that the you know teams are going to have to scheme for. Yep. So I absolutely loved this. So Buffalo let John Brown go, and they signed Emmanuel Sanders to a one-year, six million dollar deal, which is a little higher price tag than I thought they should have paid for Emmanuel Sanders. But yeah, but I do think that's an upgrade. Is it? Yeah, I think I don't know so. If it's I think Sanders is. I think so. I think it's I, close. I would still take Emmanuel Sanders over John Brown. Uh, I think Emmanuel Sanders got a, kind of a bad rap after last season. I don't think that was his fault as much as it was. I Drew think he Bruce. did fine last season, but yeah, I, I don't. I, I I don't know. I think it's a lateral move. No, that's fine. Keep this. Listen, listen to me. Sanders will. You, we can bet this if you wanted to as well. Sanders will have a better year than John Brown, guaranteed. Ooh. Guaranteed. I don't know. He's a, he can get downfield. Josh Allen's a downfield guy. I mean, John Brown can get downfield. That's the yeah, only, that's the only but problem. But is Derek Carr a downfield is, guy? If it was just, if they were on the same team, I'd be betting John Brown. But the difference is the Buffalo Bills can actually really move the football, have one of the best offenses in the league. Raiders yeah. do not. Yeah, but that's he also. That's the reason I'm not taking the bet. That's, fu- that's fair. Not, I, I wouldn't take it if I was you because Sanders seriously will have a better year. But I do think that Sanders is more of a, he's middle to deep kind of routes and drew Brees can't throw past 15 yards anymore and of course he's gone now but it's still i don't know i i like him on this offense way better than i liked him in the saints yeah i agree with that yeah so uh aj green came out of retirement pretty much Uh, (laughs) signed with the cardinals one year eight and a half million dollars you know what's so funny about this so in my notes i think you're gonna love this i put don't care I feel this is to replace Larry if he retires as the veteran voice in the locker room. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I don't get it. I mean, A.J. Green is... I mean, it's still A.J. Green. Don't get me wrong. A.J. Green is a talent, but... Do you think he has any fantasy relevance No, I don't. Because who you got DeAndre Hopkins there, Christian Kirk, who should get more snaps than A.J. Green at this point. I don't know who you're going to... Maybe he's the third, unless they yeah. want to play the two outside and have Kirk in the you know in the slot, and then bring Aunt Isabella or whoever is the fourth. But I just I don't get it. I, I think there's no shot he has consistent fantasy value, but I think there will be times where maybe you just hope for a touchdown or something like that. <laughs> maybe he's a red zone weapon for him. Let's just put it this way: I, I just don't him. think AJ Green can get down the field like he used to and make those kind of plays where he thrived. Yeah, in Cincinnati for all those years, he was a downfield receiver. Well, and he's never played with a quarterback like Kyler Murray either. Kyler Murray's a move the pocket kind of guy. Yeah, so he's a, he he's a guy that's going to keep plays going. Can AJ Green stay on the field long? Yeah. to to run maybe a five six yeah, that's seven other, second. That's, that's the other problem. <laughs> I mean, is he can he stay healthy? Yeah, can he stay healthy? But can he do a five to seven second play? You know, with without twisting an ankle or something. I mean, I just I don't know. I. I think it's a fine sign, uh, signing for the Cardinals. You always should have a veteran that knows, you know, that can kind of help develop younger players. But and I think Larry, as of right now, has not determined if he's he retiring. Not, yet, yeah, he has so. not officially retired yet. I kind of hope he. I don't really care, honestly. I love Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, he is awesome. He but. to me, he's one of the most underrated wide receivers. He has some of the best hands that I've ever seen in the NFL. I'd probably say, yeah, strong, if not the best, hands. if not the best. But he just never got. 
Anyways. Okay. So next signing, I really like. It's only a one-year deal, though, which I kind of understand from the team's perspective. But yeah. Will Fuller signed with Miami one year, ten million dollars. Great. I'm surprised he was only. I'm surprised. I, I would have thought he would have got a little bit more than ten million dollars. But I do like this signing, and I also expect Miami to be adding another receiver in the draft. To yeah. Offset Will Fuller. Yeah, as we talked about earlier when we opened, you know they they're still at six. We firmly believe that they're going to take a pass catcher at six. Let's go so Dante. Yeah, it's just any of them. They I think at this point they're like we can't miss. Because we should have at least one of four guys that we can take at six. And so, great. However, still having Will Fuller, still having a Devontae Parker. I mean, dude, Kyler's going to, and Mike Isecki as a tight end, if they bring in Pitts or not, whatever, he's going to have a bunch of talent to throw to. Yeah. So, they, they want to see what they got in Tua. That's a good way to start. Yeah. Bringing in a guy that can literally get downfield, spread the field out. And had arguably before his, you know, um, little issue with PEDs was having his best season ever. Yeah. So as long as that's what not made his season so good. The reports, of course, (laughs) are it was accidental. But of course, it always is. I never know exactly. I'm not really that concerned about it. Let's just hope. Yeah. Let's just hope. Because he's he is a talent. I'll say that because there was rumors he was going to go to Green Bay for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I also saw Washington in there. I thought him and Green Bay would have been insane. Green Bay just doesn't do that stuff. No, they, they don't. They really don't. It, the... I really, you want to know What quarterback do you think they're drafting the first round this draft? <laughs> <laughs> well, they finally have their and first round draft pick from last year. Video. He finally made the backup. Yeah. The backup role. <laughs> but to me, to again, though, with Will Fuller, I think even then is like with Green Bay, I think the PED issue actually is why he didn't get signed. Because Green Bay is not that type of team yeah so stupid but anyways i love him in miami all right let's talk juju he resigned yeah steelers that was uh not one year what i eight. was expecting yeah one year eight million dollars another one of those one years i'm, I'm kind of surprised i'm really surprised he didn't end up being a jet it seemed like that's where he was going yeah i definitely agree with you there i i definitely thought he was going to move on the jets seemed very interested yeah Yet he resigns with the Steelers for one year, eight mil. Okay, a lot less money than I thought he was going to get, and I think the outlook obviously is just going to be the same for them next year. I just think he was unhappy with the offers he got. I think that's why most, he resigned. I think most players were unhappy with the offers they got. Although it just doesn't make sense. I mean, Pittsburgh honestly doesn't need him. They don't, but I think he'll still be the two. Deontay is the one. Juju's the two, and Claypool is just going to be an upside, like weekly upside mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, yeah. We'll just have to kind of see what the landscape. I mean, Big Ben, another year. We'll, you know, last year, last year, most likely, we'll see. So it'll be interesting to follow the Steelers this year. Yeah, and then the Lions—they uh, lost two wide receivers, so they signed two new wide receivers. Uh, <laughs> the poor man's duo of Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, Brashad Perriman, <laughs> and Tyrell Williams both signed one year. Brashad got three million. Tyrell got four million. I don't really know. I what think Paramount's probably going to be the better player, but I don't even know. I mean, Jared Goff's got to throw the ball to someone besides TJ Hawkinson. If you're Jared Goff, how would you feel with this? I'm actually getting, cause I've been watching like a lot of like mock NFL drafts and stuff like that. Yeah. And there have been quite a few where Jamar chase goes five to Cincy. Miami doesn't take a receiver at six and they end up getting Devonte Smith to the Lions. Who do they got going at six then with Miami? 
it's either the uh, offensive tackle if he falls or something like that. I mean, it's just like a yeah, wild scenarios, but man, will I be upset if that happens? Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't like this little duo that they got going on right here. Well, it's just not exciting. No, know. not at all. I mean, if you're a Jets fan, our Jets fan. If you're a Lions fan, I mean, let's go running backs. Yeah, <laughs> you know, let's let's go. Like I don't. I don't really know what to think. So, I th- full rebuild mode. Oh, ab- this was this was the, this was Detroit just not yeah. going out and getting. But I honestly have to kind of give them props. I kind of yeah. like what the new yeah. regime is doing. They were just yep. like, I mean, we understand this is a long process we got ahead of us. So Matthew Stafford, go be you. We'll let go you win go. a champ. Kenny Galladay, we'll let you go. We're not going to yep. franchise tag you. Marvin Jones, we'll let you go to wherever you want. We're not going to stand in your way. Yep, which is nice. Yeah, and. They let Kenny Galladay go. They didn't franchise tag him. And he signed with the Giants. Four years, $72 million. Wah, wah, wah. It's better than the Bears. The Bears were very close to this. I also Cincinnati also had offers out there for him. The Did, Ravens were interested. Yeah. So for you guys that don't know, this is like this is like James's favorite player. We're just gonna pretend this is a Giants jersey now. Close. Yeah, enough. I mean it's close enough. Close. Yeah. Close it's enough. close enough. But, uh, yeah, I got him a signed Kenny jersey for Christmas. That lasts about four months. Yeah. And that's, that's just how the jersey game goes. That's just Every how it goes. time you buy a jersey. Yeah, just... they're, they're gone. Um, Calvin Johnson jersey I, I got for Christmas one year, and he retired the very You don't year. want to go through mine. Mine are sad. Mine it's are just, sad. Yeah, they involve Michael Vick and stuff like yeah, that. Like, it's just I had a really bad stretch. But uh, Again, it's how it goes. But at least here, I mean, the my fear of him going to the Bears, which seemed like that was the other like closest yeah. thing, was it's just going to be a split between him and Allen Robinson. At least in the Giants, he is the dominant number one receiver. Yep. yep. And there is some hope that because Daniel Jones, based off last year statistically, was actually pretty good at throwing the ball downfield. Yeah. I th- here's my fear with with him still even on the Giants is. I, I don't. It's not Kenny Galladay. We. Yeah. It's not him. It's it's Daniel Jones. Yeah. And Daniel Jones. At least he just, doesn't have to be like a high. He's not Kenny Galladay is not a high volume receiver. He excels at deep plays, where there's just more points per reception and stuff like that. He's catching the yeah. ball downfield. He's catching touchdowns. But a lot. Of, uh, he's really good at the contested catches, yeah. and that's where I'm I'm worried is because Matthew Stafford got used to just. Okay, go get the ball. He threw it to Kenny. Kenny went and got it. Majority of the time, he'd come down with it. Daniel Jones isn't that. He he no, wants to see him to open. Think, I mean, this, if Daniel Jones does, if he doesn't improve this year, he is gone. He Except, is that's done. a great so point. That's the one great point. Silver lining. Hopefully, that Daniel Jones is just like, well, it, it's either now or never. So I'm throwing the ball to the best guy. I have. And see, I think it's completely opposite. I think it's I might lose my job. I can't throw that because if I throw a pick, I might be benched. I think that's the mentality he's going to have. And so that's my fear is because Kenny is not a breakaway. You know, he's going to have five, six yards on somebody. He's not that wide receiver. But I mean, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, they have Saquon on the team. They have Evan Ingram. They brought in Kyle Rudolph, but that's inconsequential. And they now have Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. Mm -hmm. So the team has some offensive talent. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't. Hopefully it, Things get better. Daniel Jones can show some glimmer light because he is on my dynasty team with Kenny Galladay. So, yeah. I mean, if anything, you know, they signed up for four years, but it's a nice contract. Honestly, so Daniel I, could I'm be gone next he didn't year. Get a little knows. bit more, but yeah. 
So Chris Conley also signed with Houston on a one-year deal. Okay. Brandon Cooks is their number one. We'll see how that <laughs> works out with whatever quarterback they end up. If it's Tyrod, not super excited. I'm not really that excited if it's Watson, to be yeah, honest. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's great. It's not going to be Watson. <laughs> no. But uh, Sammy Watkins signed with the Ravens on a one-year $6 million deal. I still expect them to be drafting somebody. Yeah, and is, if he stays healthy, great signing for them. But, you know, Sammy's just another one of those guys that just came in the league where you're just like, this dude, he's running like a 4-3-40, and he's going he's gonna to break records, and he just yeah. hasn't been able to stay on the field. So, uh, T.Y. re-signed with the Colts one year, $10 million. I'm surprised he got 10 mil. I'm surprised he re-signed with the Colts. Um, I mean, <laughs> but, I'm not uh, yeah, on I'm that with, part. I'm, I'm kind of with you on, on both of those, to be honest. And the last piece of wide receiver news we have is Josh Reynolds signed with the Titans. A one-year, only $1.75 million deal. Well, he hasn't done much, though. He hasn't, but it is an exciting signing. They lost Corey Davis. They lost Adam Humphreys. They lost Johnny Smith. Berkshire's mm-hmm. now going to be the starting tight end for him. Mm-hmm. They don't use, like, a receiving running back. It's always Derrick Henry all the time. So it's really the receivers right now they have. Josh Ren- Brown and Josh Reynolds, who yeah. is competent yeah he could be a sneaky little late round pick he's, if you, he's gonna be going late but yeah it, it could be sneaky. he could he could be really sneaky because even Corey davis was having some games that were very relevant I, 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 okay well i wouldn't compare those two i think Corey davis is definitely the better talent but well, if he josh Rums is going to be getting the volume that's, that's all what i'm matters. saying volume play never know volume play all right let's go ahead and jump into tight ends This will go kind of quick, though. Yeah, did the Patriots, I mean, they're trying to do it again. Yeah. They went and got the top two tight end free agents. They got Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry. Jonu signed four-year 50, Hunter Henry three-year 37 and a half. So Jonu got a longer deal and more per year. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, this is a really cool signing. I think they're really trying to bring back the Gronkowski, Aaron Hernandez-type vibe. I just, I mean, I, I wasn't. Think it, I think it'll. I think I think it's going to work NFL wise, fantasy wise. Though I'm just not that excited. I think it's going to offset almost. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, Johnny Smith finished, and he had a terrible second half of the season. Yeah, he finished ninth overall. Hunter the Henry, first, like two months, he was like the number one top five. Hunter Henry was fifteenth. Yep. So I mean, even the target share. Yeah, Johnny Smith has 65 and targets. Just, and the pads just aren't going to be like, they just don't throw the ball that, that much. I mean, Cam Newton last year was averaging like under 200 yards a game. I mean, the thing that made Johnny Smith relevant last year was just his touchdowns. Yeah. I think he had eight. I mean, when if Johnny Smith sees the targets he needs to, he's going to be great. I just don't know yeah. if he's going to be seeing those consistently. Well, and again, Hunter Henry, you know, he had a way more targets, but I think he had four touchdowns. Yeah, it, I've just never been, I like Hunter Henry, but I've just never seen him. How some people see, like, how they thought his potential could be, like, a top three oh, overall I think tight end. I just, he just gets hurt a lot, though. He's another one of those type of guys. He's just now also just not that impressive to me on field. He's very good, but he doesn't have, like, the athleticism or, athlete, like, yeah, like John New Smith and other mm-hmm. players like that. I mean, he only played 14 games last year. I feel like he's hurt every single season. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can get 14 out of them, that's fine. But uh, other tight end news Gronk re signed with Tampa on a one year, $10 million deal. He only plays with Tom Brady. Yeah. So, more of the same. Uh, this one's actually interesting. Jared Cook signed with the Chargers one year, $4.5 million. It's not that much money, 
But I mean, Jared Cook just is going to play on every NFL team in his career. Yeah, I yeah. actually do really do like the signing. I think Jared Cook is definitely going to be a draftable tight end that you can play next year. Well, I feel like we say that almost every year, though. So it, yeah, he is. <laughs> it's just, but he never but actually does anything. I mean, the vacated anything. targets of Hunter Henry in there, I think he can slide in there and be effective. Tell me how many receptions Jared Cook had last year without Not looking. A, uh, just, I mean, just without looking, how many receptions do you think he had? I'm going forty or under. Yeah, I you're think right. 40's the max. Thirty-seven. Yeah. How many touchdowns did he have, though? That's the difference. He yep. had seven. Yeah. And that was a year where Drew Brees missed time and everything. I mean, Jared Cook has been, like, past handful of years, he's been very good. He's just touchdown or bust. Yeah. So, in PPR, he's I'm not a fan. Standard, he'd be all but, right. I mean, he's a tight end. I mean, the only real tight ends that get a bump in PPR leagues are the guys that are already being drafted super highly anyway. So That's fair. Uh, Gerald Everett signed with Seattle, one-year $6 million deal which is interesting on two fronts. It frees up Tyler Higby for the Rams to be the solo tight end there. And Seattle could be interesting. I also have heard like Will Disley still might be running ahead of him in Seattle. We'll mm-hmm. have to see, but at least I guess it opens the ability for Gerald Everett to be something. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think they usually, they don't use a tight end that much. So no, nah, not I, recently. Yeah. So with DK and you lock know, it. lock it there. Even more, so I don't. I don't know. I do know that that Russell wants to let him eat or whatever his what was that's his what first? he wants. Yeah, he wants yeah, to get Russell let him eat. Yeah, yeah. So he just wants to throw the ball the whole time. So we'll we'll see. But I just have a feeling I ain't gonna go to Gerald Edwards, even though he is a very capable tight end. I would take him over Disley. Athletically, and, definitely, hundred percent. We'll see what happens. There's more to it than that. And then uh, Kyle Rudolph signed with the Giants for we two don't years. Really care. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, that's what happens when you get released. I don't even think he was released. I just don't think Minnesota wanted him No, anymore. he wanted more money, and they were like, uh. <laughs> Dude, you haven't done anything nope. in like two years, three years. Adios. Yeah, so go be the backup. Um, But, James, just uh, to wrap up here, if they wanted to come and ask us any questions or give us their thoughts on all of our, all of our uh, points today, where could they come find us at? Oh uh, yeah, Twitter and Facebook at the TFL Monsters, Apple Podcast and Anchor and uh, YouTube, the Fantasy Monsters. Boom. Come drop a like, come give us uh, you know, say hi, just you know, whatever. If you got questions, we'd love to answer them. We'll do some mailbags probably in the next, you know, few weeks or something. So send us your questions. Yeah, next week we're gonna be starting our rookie, rookie preview rank, players. Yeah. Rookie previews. It might uh, not be like a traditional ranking system just because we don't know where these players are going yet. But we'll be high. We'll talk like our, yeah, yeah, we'll like our favorites and stuff. And then we'll we'll do like a real actual ranking. Yeah, I believe we're starting with running backs. Yep. Yep. yep we'll do running backs first. But we'll do a real ranking after after the draft. So we want to get something out there, maybe some places we would like to see some of these players go, things like that. Yeah. So um, but thank you guys for, for coming back and listening to the first episode of season two of the fantasy monsters and we will uh catch you next week have a go you can hold me back yeah i'm coming for you i'm not heated on you no i'm just telling you the facts oh these chains can keep me down yeah. i can be ruby in the mood i can be rotten I can be cool, man, like a fool, but never forgotten. Creeping in the dark, waiting for you.